This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 755, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, February the 19th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 755. It's my Comic Reviews episode for releases from the week of February the 19th. I'm recording this 10 days later, so these books are old, stale dated. Uh, but, you know, let's let's go back. Uh, before we can really enjoy the books from, what, the 26th of February, we should go back to the 19th. and Just one last time. Uh, some of the books that came out, I actually at least wanted to give a shout out to that I haven't had a chance to read yet. Uh, they have the uh, kind of the 2020 kind of event happening. You got 2020 Machine Man number one. Uh, you got a new issue of Aquaman. You got Atlantis Attacks, Batman. Uh, I think this is the one that kind of what sold out places because it has the cameo first appearance of the new um, kind of squeeze of Joker, I believe. Um, I haven't read it. Don't know about it. So we got Conan the Barbarian number 13, which is the beginning of Jim Zub's run in the book. I haven't had a chance to read that yet, but I'm excited about it. Got Deceased, Unkillables, uh, Daredevil 18. Uh, I'm really loving Daredevil. Uh, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Flash Forward number 6 of 6, Ghost Spider, Gardens of the Galaxy, Joker, Killer Smile, Justice League, Legion of Superheroes, Marauders, Marvel's Voices, Nightwing, Revenge of the Cosmic Ghost Rider, Runaways, Superman Smashes the Clan, which has actually been a pretty good book all, all in told, to be honest. And um, I think it's what Getteru is the uh, artistic studio behind it, and I'm really enjoying their take on it. And uh, I guess this is one by... Oh, now I'm forgetting the name of the writer. It's going to bug me, but I'm actually really enjoying it. Much more than I thought I would. Uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, Teen Titans, Titans, Burning Rage, Valkyrie, Jane Foster, and Wonder Twins. I don't know how Valkyrie, Jane Foster's already edition number eight. I don't... I, I feel like I'm just falling so far behind in some books, even though I'm not that far behind. Like I, There's a lot of books I haven't read in January and February, but I'm at least up to date up through the end of December. So I've read a lot of stuff. It's just... When you read too much, it just... It starts to become like mush in your head. Um, so I'm only going to talk about four books today. So this will be probably like a 10 minute podcast or less. Uh, first up, we got Amazing Mary Jane, this is issue number five. You know, for some reason in my head, I thought this was kind of a mini series, and now it keeps going. So I'm not sure where it's going to eventually lead. Uh, it's by Leah Williams and Carlos Gomez, uh, with Carlos uh, Lopez doing the color art and virtual calligraphy's Car- uh, Joe Caramagna on letters. I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm glad I picked it up. It's a fun romp. Um, it definitely, you know, kind of pushes... It, you know, it exists in its own space. Like, as much as it's, you know, happening at the same time as Amazing Spider-Man, it's definitely more heightened, more silly. Um, you know, it doesn't take itself as seriously. Um, but I, I I like the overall story of, you know, MJ kind of, you know, teaming up with Quentin Beck and trying to make this movie and making it happen and going up against the Savage Six here. And there's a bunch of um, kind of full-page splashes of her fighting against these characters, which is very reminiscent of... Uh, you know, the Spider-Man's first time fighting the Sinister Six. So I, I really liked it. It was it was kind of fun. I like how the, the ending where it, it, the ending goes through really quickly on them kind of t- this the Savage Six losing uh, to you know the assorted characters of this book. Um, but uh, that's not really what the book is about. I don't know what the book is about, but it's just a fun romp, and I'm excited to see where we go now that the movie's done shooting. Like where where is this book going to go? How long is it going to last? Like I'm, I. I think it's even already had issues solicited, what, issues seven or eight, maybe? Like, I can't remember now, but I feel like it's uh, it's definitely, like, kind of going on longer than I thought it would, and and I think that's a good thing, uh, you know, and I'm enjoying it. It's a romp. It's I'm having a lot of fun with it, and it's a book that I look forward to reading every every month because it is kind of a lighthearted uh, book that's not taking itself too seriously, which is nice to find because I find so many things are taking itself too seriously, so having a book like that I just looked up the uh, the May solicitations, and there's a Mary, um, Amazing Mary Jane number eight uh, is solicited for uh, for May. So I don't know when this book is going to 
go on? Is this is it true ongoing? I just kind of assumed it was a miniseries. Maybe that was a um, a naive thing to think, but I just thought it would would be. It's one of it, it kind of felt like a book that was going to be a mini uh, you know a miniseries or an ongoing that became a miniseries. But it, it's going to keep going. So eight issues is nothing to sneeze at these days. I give it an eight. I really thought it was fun and silly and but not too silly, and I enjoyed it. Uh, next up is Captain America. Uh, this is by uh, Tennessee Coates with. I'm trying to remember who did the art in this one because uh, it was different. Um, let's see. Uh, the art is, I guess, by Jason Masters, Bob Quinn, and Lucas Wernick. I don't know any of those names. Uh, this is The Legend of Steve, Part 6. Color art by Matt Mella. Letters by Virtual Calligraphy's Corey Pettit. With it, uh, uh, once again, a nice cover by Alex Ross. The interior art it didn't quite do it for me. And I found I was a little bit bored. Like I found like there was obviously this was kind of a revelation issue, but I don't even think that really worked for me. And I don't know if I liked kind of the insinuations about like the, the, uh, the Lucan character. I, I thought, you know, it kind of made her too powerful. I don't, I don't want to spoil this cause this is a kind of a big revelation issue, but I found it kind of boring and I didn't really like the reveal. And I don't know. It just, it didn't really work for me. I'm excited to see cap being cap again. Um, I'm going to give this issue like a six. I don't know. It just didn't quite work for me. The art didn't really work for me. I'm actually going to downgrade it to a five. Um, I don't know. It just the, the artwork felt a little bit stiff for me. There was one page that I kind of liked that felt like it was a, a kind of a page that Andrea Sorrentino would do really well. Where um, actually, there's two pages where you have. Um, all this magic happening and, and Cap kind of going through this doorway and it felt like something that he would have really mastered quite well I just found in general the art to be a little bit you know a little bit not the greatest storytelling like there was a lot of stiffness there wasn't really a lot of great um, characterization in the uh, like kind of the, the talking like when you're if you're going to have talking heads you got to be able to show the emotions and and I felt like it was very stiff and the acting of the you know the characters that were being drawn was not very well done, or at least not. It it just felt like it was lacking something. It, it didn't really have what I thought, thought it needed to have. I think parts of the issue it felt a little bit stronger, but then I think it, especially near the end of the issue, I, I felt it was it kind of fell apart. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. Uh, next up is New Mutants number seven, which I the entire time I read it, I was like, this is going to perform very poorly in a trade because it's just not going to work. Uh, it's new. So this is new mutant seven. It's by Jonathan Hickman. And, uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it Rod Reese? I'm trying to remember the artist, uh, Rod Reese with, uh, doing art with the uh, virtual calligraphy, Travis Lanham on colors. Um, really liked it. It was a great idea. Um, I, 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 but like you get what three, four pages, which are essentially just recaps kind of, getting you up to date in something and a whole one page which is really just a meta of him talking about the recap and the fact that the issues are alternating like how's this going to play later i don't know it's fun and silly and you know considering we have been alternating issues with the new mutants like i liked it but it's one of those things where i'm like that's not going to play later um but I overall enjoyed the story. I thought it was, you know, kind of an interesting story. I liked the whole kind of fight idea, which I thought was kind of silly and fun to show, you know, that you can kind of play with dice at home on your own. Um, yeah, it was interesting. That's for sure. Uh, I like the com- camaraderie between Sunspot and Cannonball. That continues to be a real highlight. I'm going to give it an eight. I don't know why in some ways, but I just, even though like at times it felt a little bit rushed, there's just so much chutzpah here. There's so much characterization that I really enjoy and style and panache that it kind of, it allows you to just kind of gloss over the, maybe some of the inconsistencies or uh, oversimplification of the plot because you're just having a good time. Uh, you're having a good ride. 
Um, sometimes that's enough. There's a there's a charm to the book and to the characters of Sunspot and Cannonball that make let you forgive certain uh, inconsistencies or shortcomings that you might n- otherwise have found. Which is interesting that it's kind of uh, it's almost not fair that a book can kind of be able to you know just kind of pass along. But again, it has to create that hotspot, and it does. So I I enjoyed it. And then the big launch of the week, I'm going to call it the big launch of the week, was Wolverine number one. This is uh, by Benjamin Percy, and uh, who's doing a great job over in X-Force. And you got Adam Kubert on the art, um, and at least on the main story, I guess. And I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, I like the characterization. I love the art by Kubert. I thought it was for some really inspired stuff. Um, the art, again, with, with Wolverine was pretty awesome. I liked kind of seeing where they're going with this in terms of the different characters. Um, I felt very invested and, you know, it was just, oh man, it's great seeing Kubrick on Kubert on this. It felt like, you know, he really spent his time. Like this is exquisitely well done. Uh, it's, you know, it feels like a, a dangerous and cool Wolverine book. I'm excited to see where we kind of go from here. Um, so I really liked it. And then you have the second story, uh, Catacombs, I guess, by uh, Benjamin Percy again, by, and Victor Bogdanovic on art, and Matthew Wilson on, on uh, colors. And at times, in the best way possible, uh, the artwork reminded me of, um, oh my God, I can't remember his name, uh, Capullo. Um, I, there's just certain elements of the artwork, but I don't mean to take anything away from Bogdanovic himself. Um, I thought this was great. Uh, Omega Red looked threatening as fuck. Sorry for my language, um, but it just there there was so there was a, a fierceness to everything on the page. It was a darkness, uh, dirtiness, um, but a, but also some prettiness as well. Like I don't know, um, there's some great violence here. Uh, Omega Red again looks fantastic. Uh, you got so much in this eight dollar package. And I think it was worth it. Like, this is just a great book to read. I'm excited to see what they're doing with, with Dracula here. Um, well, this is great. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give this a, a 9 out of 10. I think it was a very solid release. And that is this week's uh, reviews episode. So our next reviews episode hopefully will not be coming out, you know, 10 days after uh, the, uh, the uh, February 26th releases. I know for sure on that episode I'll be talking about Amazing Spider-Man and X-Men Fantastic Four. But some of the other releases that came out on the 26th that I want to give a shout-out to at least uh, are 2024 Force Works, number one, Action Comics, Amazing Spider-Man, The Daily Bugle, um, Amethyst, Ant-Man, Avengers, Avengers of the Wasteland, Batgirl, Batman Curse of the White Knight, Batman Superman, What Batman Beyond, Black Panther, Detective Comics, oh my god, there's so many books, Dial H for Hero, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Fantastic Four, Grim Noir, Ghost Rider, Giants Has X-Men, Jean Grey and Emma Frost, Justice League Dark, Leviathan Dawn, New Mutants, again, wow, two issues back to back, Punisher Soviet, Ravencroft, uh, Red Hood Outlaw, Scream, Curse of Carnage, Shazam, Spider-Ham, Star, Star Wars, Suicide Squad, Tarot, Wonder Woman, X-Force, X-Men, and You're the Villain, Hell Risen, number three of four. So that'll be uh, some of those I'll talk about on our next reviews episode. Thanks for listening to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I have been your host, Adam Chapman. You can always rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Citra. Thanks again for uh, listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.